Well, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Westlake Daily Podcast. And with me today is Nick Papagiorgio. Hi, everyone. And Nick, who are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about a lady called Corrie Ten Boom. Yeah, what a great saint she was. Tell us about Corrie Ten Boom. So Corrie Ten Boom was born Cornelia Arnolda Johanna Ten Boom. That was her full name. Wow. She, was born, <laughs> she was born in Amsterdam on the 15th of April, 1892. And she was a Dutch Reformed Christian, and she was the daughter of a watchmaker. That's basically what she was. She was not famous earlier in her life. That's what she was. She was a simple Christian, and that's important. Yeah. Now, her father was a, a man called Casper Ten Boom, and they lived in, in Amsterdam just before World War II. And when World War II began and the Nazis invaded the Netherlands, the Ten Boom family, uh, led by Casper and his daughters, became involved in hiding and protecting a large number of Jewish people and people who were connected to the resistance. And they did this from 1942 to 1944. They hid numerous people, numerous Jews, and then helped them escape into safety. They had a, a room in their house specially built where they could hide people. Uh, they had a buzzer in the house so that when the Gestapo turned up, they could buzz and uh, all the, the Jewish people, all the people who were hiding would go back and hide. And it was a remarkable story. For two years, they managed to evade the authorities and protect all these people and squirrel them away into safety. And in 1944, however, somebody ratted on them and the entire family was arrested. Uh, surprisingly, the people who were hiding in the house were not, they were not found, but the entire Ten Boom family were arrested. And Corey Ten Boom and her sister Betsy were sent to a women's concentration camp in North Germany. Now, Unfortunately, her sister, Betsy, uh, got sick and she died there at the age of 59. And only 15 days later, Corey was actually released from the concentration camp. She went back to the Netherlands and she set up a rehabilitation center. And it was mostly for concentration camp survivors and really was for Dutch people who were jobless, but because they had collaborated with the Nazis during the occupation. That's the kind of heart Corey had. In 1950, however, they opened their doors to everybody, anyone who had need of care. Corey went back to Germany in 1946, and she actually met and forgave the two uh, former Nazi guards who were employed in the concentration camp she was in. And one of them had been particularly cruel to her sister, Betsy. And she wrote extensively about this, about her experience of trying to forgive this man who had been so cruel to her sister. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, Corrie Ten Boom traveled the world as a public speaker, became famous. She appeared in more than 60 countries, and she wrote a, a number of books. Yeah. But her most famous book is called The Hiding Place, where she talks about the years of protecting people in their house and hiding them away from the Nazis. Yeah, and it is a great book. Now, Nick we could pick any number of Corrie Ten Boom quotes that are incredibly insightful and moving, but we're going to pick one from that book, aren't we? Tell us about the quote for today. Okay, so this is a quote from The Hiding Place, and it goes like this. She writes, Today, I know that such memories, memories of childhood specifically, 
are the key, not to the past, but to the future. I know, she writes, that the experiences of our lives, when we let God use them, become the mysterious and perfect preparation for the work he will give us to do. Amen. Tell us about that quote, Nick. Okay. So that quote appears in the beginning of her book, where she, she describes uh, the time before the war. And, you know, you, you look at a quote like this, and you look at her life, and you think that, you know, it's easy to look at your own life and think that, well, your life is just kind of humdrum and mundane, and it's not very different than anybody else's. Maybe it's even worse than most people's. Uh, and often, especially, you know, in the West, we, we have a very performance-obsessed and very youth-obsessed culture. Often we feel that we've kind of fallen off from God's purposes, that somehow we missed our chance to be of any use to the kingdom. Now, the quote, that quote we, we mentioned, it comes right in the middle of that context. She's actually writing there about a scene before the war in 1937 about how she couldn't picture, and I quote again, any new future to prepare for in a life as humdrum and predictable as mine. Basically, she says, I had no idea of what was coming. My life was boring and ordinary. And yet, at the age of 50, God used her mightily in ways she'd never expected. Now, later on in her life, when she wrote The Hiding Place, Corrie ten Boom had this kind of wisdom and insight that comes with years of walking with Christ. And she looks at her life and she can see that everything in her seemingly mundane and uneventful life was actually the relentless and invisible training and preparation for the work that God has set before her. Absolutely, Nick. And that is so true, isn't it? That we simply do not know in the mundane things of life what the Lord is preparing us for. And of course, the Bible speaks into exactly that, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, this quote, it makes me think of 2 Corinthians 4.17, which yeah. says this, Paul writes, for this light momentary affliction, basically the, the trials of life, is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Yeah. And, you know, it makes you think that God is always working in us, especially when we don't see it. Yeah. And especially, Nick, in those times which we think are worthless, whether it's kids playing up or difficulties at work or problems just around the home, these small things the Lord uses as a training ground for our faith, for future glory. Amen. Nick, books. If people want to read up on Corrie ten Boom, where are you going to send us? I would send them straight to Corrie ten Boom <laughs> because she wrote extensively about her own life. And honestly, I don't think anybody quite wrote the way she did. She was a very, very good writer, phenomenal writer. And she wrote so lively an account of her time during and after the war. So the first one is, of course, The Hiding Place. That's the number one place, no pun intended. I would send anybody to read about Corrie ten Boom. Another one is called Tramp for the Lord, which is, again, a biography of Corrie ten Boom that I think follows a little bit after the war, uh, her life. And for the younger readers, I would, or for any of us who want an encouraging, somewhat easier read, in a thick biography, Corrie ten Boom in the Janet and Jeff Benj biography series, Keeper of the Angel's Den. It's a great read. And of course, 
you can go on YouTube and actually listen to her speak. And that will seriously warm your heart. And books by her, Nick? Well, there's, there's one really that comes to mind. It's called Reflections of God's Glory. And it's really a collection of her broadcasts that she did in the Netherlands. Uh, it's 24 very short meditations on the glory of God and how we live for that and what that means for our lives. And they're, they're really full of warmth, wisdom, and a lot of trust in God. And her main theme is always walking with integrity in the Lord. That's great. What a wonderful woman she is and still encourages us today. Well, Nick, thank you. God bless you and God bless everybody else. God bless.